face-to-face -face with other people Just around the world. In games, whatever the game is, mainly you sit there in front of your screen and you're able to do things and make things move and, and, and there's a game to how well you do it and your dexterity and everything else. Absolutely. But with this, with virtual reality, you're on the playing field. You're first person, you're right in yeah. there. You feel you're, like you stepped into that game through the screen. You, you're now in it and it's all around you, 360 degrees. Today with touch launching, you look down, you see your hands. Mm. So you really feel like you are fully immersed in that video game or in that virtual experience. Okay, you mentioned touch. Show me, this is, tell me what you mean by touch, I mean, how your hands give you the capacity to manipulate within the field that you're in. Yeah, these are our touch controllers. And w these are fully tracked in six dimensions, in, right. in six degree of freedom. So as you're moving these around, your hands are showing up in the virtual experience. Right. So when you look down, you see your hands just where they should be in right. the physical world, right. Right. but you see them in the virtual world. Right. You can touch things, pick you can them up, pick them up, you can them. make gestures to people, you can wave to yeah. people. Where could this go to have a huge impact in terms of the possible you know, utilization of virtual reality? So one of the next great frontiers we look at is virtual teleportation, being able to teleport to other places around the globe. So as we start to scan in the earth and we start to scan in popular places, important places like museums or uh, the Mayan ruins, uh, there's the different temples. Now for the first time, you'll have people that can put on a pair of goggles and can teleport in there. In terms of medicine, mm -hmm. we were talking about this this morning. You know, Norodal's sister is a surgeon. Mm -hmm. This can give you the capacity as a surgeon, I assume, yes. to put you within a larger environment where you're doing microscopic stuff. Mm -hmm. You can correct me if I'm wrong. No, you can. You're absolutely right. You can go down and shrink into somebody's, uh, you know, surgical procedure. You can right. get down there at this microscopic scale, but now at a human scale, feel like you're in there with the cells and with the organisms, and you can identify things. You can also, for education, for training. Uh, surgery. Imagine where if medical students in their own dorm rooms as they're studying could put on a pair of glasses and could do simulated surgery again and again and again all night long. They could run through, you know, dozens of procedures and continue to get better, continue to get right, better, right. all in just a dorm room. Right. You know, this will this will allow us to advance so much faster than we have been in the past, just off of textbooks or, or screens. And if you talk to surgeons, they will tell you, you know, there's nothing like doing it and doing it and doing it that makes you. A great surgeon. That's right. Yeah. And here you can simulate the experience in part. This will allow you to do it. Yeah. Uh, someone said this about in Wired Magazine. It's an important step forward. Virtual reality is not just a headset, not just about tricking your eyes. The more parts of your body you can fool simultaneously, the closer you get to having those wonderful immersive experiences and feelings, true presence. The immersive experiences and feeling, true presence. I mean, it's it's amazing. So, I mean, will this develop almost exponentially in terms of, of the velocity of change? Yeah, I think we're, we're right at the beginning. I, yeah. I usually call it the Apple II moment of yeah. VR. Yeah. And if you think about where we went from Apple II with only a keyboard and a right. big monitor on your right. desk, right. Right. and now we have a supercomputer in everybody's hand all day long, every day, uh, that's, you know, many times smaller, hundreds of times smaller, thousands of times faster. Uh, if you look at where we are with VR, we'll advance very quickly. We'll take a number of huge leaps to get down 
to just a pair of glasses that should be no bigger, uh, weigh no more than regular glasses. It really should be invisible in your glasses eventually, and it just will become a part of everyday life. Now, we're not there today. It's going to take a while to get there, but... And, and, the and, and the fact that you sold the company to Facebook, mm -hmm. what does Facebook give you? So Facebook supercharged our investment into VR. Facebook also has the biggest social network in the world, right? And it has connected everybody. So if you think about the ultimate goal for VR, we want to make the world more connected. Mm -hmm. And what's more connected than a pair of glasses that can bring everybody together face to face, mm -hmm. just like this? It's incredible. But, and, and talk a little bit about uh, the competition. I mean, other people are engaged in this. Yes. And what will determine the winner? Well, we're, and, and I'm not sure there's going to be one winner in, in the same way that we have four or five huge technology companies from Google to Apple to Amazon to Microsoft to Facebook. Uh, but will there be a winner? I mean, is there...